0: Hello and welcome. This is the Bariatric Eating Real Talk podcast, and I'm Susie Shaw. If you are new to our podcast, Bariatric Eating is more than just talk. We support nearly a million post-ops in our Facebook-based support groups, which you can join if you like after you listen. I'll tell you where to find us at the end. We've created the most successful plan for bariatric regain on the planet. There's not a doctor's program or hospital plan or anyone who has addressed regain and the regain crisis with anywhere near our success rate. Thousands of people have used our Inspire Diet along with our help and support to take their lives back, even when it seemed like things were hopeless. Those who help you in our groups are post-ops. We've had regain, so we know how it feels. But we've also lost that regain, and we can help you find your way back to those smaller clothes in your closet. We have specific tools for you, goals, food lists, meals to eat, and we even have our own product line, so we go beyond just ideas and help you in real time. Our support is made up of people who are just like me, and collectively, we've spent the past 20 years helping post-ops lose regain and learn how to change their habit so the weight stays off for good, and I'm pretty sure we can help you too. So let's get started. Today, I've got a bit of tough love that's going to sound a lot like the opposite of, norm- of what we normally talk about. Instead of ways to get back on track or stay on track or how to start over again, I want to talk about the other side of weight loss. The side that starts with phrases like, how do you stay motivated? How do I get inspired to go to the gym? Pray for me. I'm starting over again. This time, I'm going to stick with the plan." I need to lose weight too. And while I've touched on most of these in previous episodes, I want to first state that all of these are common things that people think before they start to work on a regain or even start the surgery process. And that's okay. It's good to ask these questions. It really, really is. But I want you to consider this. If you're asking these same questions over and over again and not making changes, or saying these things and then coming back with excuses like these, It's just too expensive to eat healthy. I don't have anyone to walk with. I don't have time to do this. I tried, but I just couldn't do it. Maybe it's time to recognize that you aren't ready. And I know that's really harsh to hear, and it might sting a little bit, but I want you to consider this carefully. When you want to do things, you do them, don't you? Look at your job, for instance. Being 100% truthful here. Have you ever once thought, gee, I just don't want to go when you woke up in the morning, but you got up and you got dressed and you went to work anyways? Why can't you do that with the gym? What's different about showing up at the job you committed to compared to showing up to make sure that you reach the health and weight loss goals that you also committed to? How about going out with friends for a drink after work? Why is that easier than sitting down and writing out a shopping list so you can get the food that you need, not the junk that you want, because you walked into the grocery store without a plan? When we start to consider losing weight, a lot of us give our power to others without realizing it. We um, think that we're calling it support or looking for accountability. But what we often do is we make these declarations that we're ready to lose weight. We ask for a buddy or a partner to help us with things like eating right, packing lunches, exercising, a walking buddy, and then we expect these people that pipe up because they want to do these same things, we expect them to be our saviors, and we do nothing to change unless they're around. Another way that this happens is we ask our spouse to wake us up in time so that we can get a workout in before we have to go to work, because we're not morning people people, or we ask our spouses to um, help us buy healthy items, or to cook meals for us, or to stop suggesting we do things like go out to eat pizza after the kid's soccer practice. Why wouldn't we just do it ourselves? Why not just set the alarm? Just because your spouse gets up early doesn't mean you can't set your alarm and get up early too, right? Why wouldn't we pack our own healthy lunch instead of getting takeout at the office? Why wouldn't we put a chicken in the crock pot in the morning and plan to steam a bag of veggies when we get home on those days that we know we're going to be home too late and too tired to cook dinner? It's because we don't want it. We don't want to change. Change is uncomfortable and it takes action and commitment to change. And sometimes it's just plain easier not to do it, so we don't. And then, on a random Wednesday morning, it takes a little bit of effort to button up that shirt. It's a little bit too tight. Or you have to lay down to zip your jeans up. And that's when we start making those sweeping declarations that we're going to do it this time, starting on Monday. And I'm not trying to make light light of this. I'm not trying to judge people, and I'm not saying this because I've forgotten how hard it is. I've done this. I do this. And I bet if you're listening to this, you have too. Maybe you're past it as you've listened to the first three episodes of this podcast series and you figured out what choices to make and how to set goals. Or maybe you're just tired of giving up and not taking your own BS as a reason to not change. And to speak my truth, like I said before, I've done both at various stages. I've gotten over my own excuses and got out of my way, and I've listened to my own excuses and got in my way. I've hit the snooze button and said, I'll do it tomorrow. And I've, I've set an alarm and gotten up when it went off the first time. So here's the deal. Maybe you just don't want to lose the weight. Maybe you like where you are, but you think you should lose because you gained 15 pounds from your lowest weight. Maybe you aren't ready to lose the weight at all. Maybe there's something in the back of your mind that isn't ready yet. And you know what? There's nothing wrong with either. You are 100% welcome to be the way you want to be. You really are. While we have a plan that's helped a lot to lose weight and get to goal, we can also help you not regain. We can help you dig yourself out of vitamin issues, and we can even help you find the perfect side dish for Thanksgiving dinner. We can help you with a lot of things. But at the end of the day, it has to be what you want to do. So if you find yourself starting your diet and restarting your diet over and over and over again, if you can't go out with your friends after church on Sunday without having a cheap meal that turns into a cheat week, if you can't consider the idea that thousands of people go on vacations every day and don't come home 10 pounds heavier because they don't treat it like a food frenzy where they can eat all they want, whatever they want, because they aren't at home, maybe it's time to ask yourself, do you really want to lose the weight? It's not something anyone other than you can answer. But it's a question that you do need to address if you find yourself in that yo-yo I've been describing. And you don't have to tell a soul what your answer is. Now, I also want to address that it's okay to take a break in your weight loss. Just like everything in your life, it's okay to stop focusing on weight for a few days or a few weeks or even longer. But I want to, to caution you that a weight loss break isn't a reason to gain weight. It's 100% possible to not diet and not gain weight either. A few successful weight loss surgery patients I know have done this. They got to their doctor's goal, took a break, maintained for a bit, and then they reached out for more support when they were ready for more weight loss and they lost to their specific and personal goal weight. There are a lot of people who get to the goal weight and just don't like how they look, so they add in a few more pounds and stay there. And that's okay, too. Like I've said in a lot of our episodes so far, your goal weight is yours and should be one you're happy with how you look, how you feel at that weight, not one that's based solely on a chart. All of everything that I've talked about is okay, as long as you aren't taking these breaks and and, um, weight loss pauses to revert your habits and your lifestyle that you've worked so hard while you were losing the weight. You have to keep eating the way you were before your break. You have to keep going to the gym if you've been going already. But you have to stop thinking about doing it with the goal of weight loss. Think up a new goal to focus on so you don't backslide into old habits. Learn something new. Maybe start a side business cleaning houses so that you stay busy on the weekend. Volunteer at an animal shelter to fill your mind and your heart without using food to do so. Start a counseling program so you can get to the root of some of your food issues and your relationship with food. But know that if you don't want to lose the weight, ultimately, no one cares what you weigh. So it doesn't matter to anybody how much you weigh. What matters is how you portray yourself, your goals. Stop whining about your weight if you don't want to fix it. We've all got that friend or our coworker who's always going on and on about how much they hate their job, right? It's annoying to listen to. And at one point, we either wonder to ourselves or just say it out loud, why not just get a new job? Don't be that person about weight loss. If you want to get back on track and lose the weight, make the choice. Make the plan. Do it. If you don't want to get back on track and lose the weight, don't. Figure out what you do want to do instead and do that. I know this is a lot to think about if you've been struggling. I've been there. I know how hard and how frustrating this stage of the process can be. And I want to add before I close today that no matter what you choose, we'll be here when you're ready for help with your weight loss, weight maintenance, or just support with your bariatric lifestyle to make sure that you're thriving the way you want to thrive. But stop trying to force things to happen that you're not ready to work for or that you don't even want to work for. So I want to thank you guys so much for listening. We can always be found on our website, wwwbariatric Once you're there, you can search for podcasts to find all of our episodes listed with helpful links, articles, recipes that were mentioned. For this episode specifically, I'm going to be linking our um, Facebook-based support groups that I mentioned earlier in the podcast. Um, They're great. Um, We give real-life support without sugarcoating, without messing around, um, with virtual hugs that end up not doing much of anything to actually help you. I'll be linking our Inspire Diet. So if you're ready to face your regain and take action today, you can. And I'm going to link our Thanksgiving recipes because I know it's that time of year. Excuses are really, really high right now. And we want you to make this the year that you don't have seasonal weight gain and issues staying on track. So we encourage you to make something that will taste great, but keep you in line with your goals. We've got some of the best recipes in the world that will do just that. And just to remind you again, we aren't just talk. Over the past 20 years, we've helped more post-ops thrive after surgery and keep the weight off, and we want to help you too. So please come check out our website. There's a ton of info that you need right now. Don't forget to review and subscribe to our podcast so you're always updated as soon as episodes are available, and we will talk to you soon. Have a great day.